Ladies and gentlemen, welcome. It is another week and another episode of the Buddha Brothers Podcast. You've got Kyle and Eric. Now, I have to tell you this story. The other day, I was shopping at the grocery store. And for whatever reason, I just have this radar for somebody stealing shit. Like, I know this person is going to steal some stuff. Mm. And I kind of like to do the whole, like, secret shopper. You know the you know how some grocery stores, they actually pay loss prevention officers to dress in plain clothes and walk around with a bag full of groceries and pretend like they're just comparing prices while they're actually mic'd up and watching somebody try to be all Mr. Shifty Eyes and Willy Lump lumping some merchandise. Mm. I watched this happen and here's what was so crazy. As I'm watching, like this person is about to steal something. It was just so obvious, you know, sketchy looking over. Oh, oh. and then he saw me and like, oh, I think he's loss prevention. I'm like, man, I'm just watching you be all sketched out. Like, yeah, obvious. Yeah. Sure enough, I'm looking at this other guy who's like, like, oh, these are actually the loss prevention officers. So there's two loss prevention officers triangulating on this shoplifter and I was watching this whole thing go down. I felt like it was an episode of Cops. Right. <laughs> and so here I am watching this. And the person walked, just straight up saw their opportunity, booked it out of the grocery store. And the two loss prevention officers were further behind me. And I was at this point, like, do I do something to stop it? So I did. I ran out of the grocery store. It was like, just yelling like, hey, stop, bring that back. You know, as if I was a loss prevention officer. And then the two dudes that are actually doing their job come out, tackle, arrest, handcuff. And here I am just like watching this. Like, could you call the cops? It's like, I told somebody else to call the cops. Like, you call the cops. I, I just want to get on with my day. Yeah. But it was so wild. And it got me thinking, first off, maybe I should change careers and go into loss prevention. That's the first thing. Yeah. Because... For whatever reason, I thought it was really exciting. <laughs> I don't know. It was just, it was a wild experience. And I also feel like being a good Samaritan and stopping wrongdoings is also part of Budo, a part of a, being a warrior, like stopping bad things from happening. You're better than me because I witnessed a liquor store robbery. Okay. I was down at the liquor store and somebody filled up a shopping cart and went and ran right past the freaking till ran out the doors and just booted it to the car and literally like everybody in the store just looked at it even the person behind the desk is like i'm not even gonna bother because it's it's this it's like the the place mm -hmm. has this stuff covered and, you know, you're putting yourself maybe at risk going and chasing these people down. That's the yes. conundrum. Yes. Like, that's the... And especially now, mm -hmm. my Instagram feed is nothing but people just loading up garbage bags of stuff and walking out the front door. And no one's doing anything. They're just filming it. Yeah. And I'm, and I'm just like, I guess our society is devolving to the point where laws don't apply. Yeah. And... It's a hard one because you know if the business owner was in the store, it would be 100% different. 
the business owner will probably do something and like want to track that person yeah. down and want their information. But you know, when you're the manager getting paid just over minimum mm-hmm. wage, you're just like, forget that. <laughs> like, it. It's not worth, yeah. it's not worth risking my health over. hundred percent. What if they have a knife? What if they're yeah. insane? What if they're super high on something crazy and are superhuman strength? You have no idea. So it's like, I get it. It's difficult. It's not an easy situation, but it's like, how have we gotten here? How how have we gotten to the point where it's happening a lot, where people just think they can just steal shit with no consequences? Yeah. It's uh, it's it's so tricky because you do want to do the right thing, the just thing, the honorable yeah. thing. But that's where it's like, where do you draw the line? Like, what is being a good Samaritan and sticking up for people that can't stick up for themselves? And then what is stupidly putting yourself into a situation that might get you killed? And one thing that Jay Cooper really talks about, especially in the reality checks, is your line in the sand. And Kevin Goat also talks about it in self-defense. What is your, he calls it terms of engagement. What is the point that is in your moral code that you know if this goes down, it's go time. And I'm okay with going at this point. Being clear about that before trouble happens is a very valuable mental exercise. What is your moral code? Because it's probably different for everybody. And is loss of property something you're willing to to throw down (laughs) throw down over versus like what if it was somebody who is hurting another individual or stealing a grandma's purse or if somebody's verbally assaulting you is it time to go when is it time to go when they get too close when they take their first swing like knowing in your mind beforehand what your line in the sand is is very powerful because it in the heat of the moment, it takes away the thinking. Yeah, exactly. You, yeah. I could totally see that where you just understand, hey, like a good example would be if my rules of engagement had nothing to do with random shoplifters, I would have just carried on about my day. Mm-hmm. But there was just something in me that was like, oh, this, this is, is going to happen. I, let, let's go. And I see these two officers. And I want to stopped it. I want to see how it goes down. And it worked perfectly. <laughs> it did. But I also knew like, hey, this I'm not actually going to tackle someone. Yeah. And because that's the other thing. How many cases have you heard of good Samaritans actually ending up with court cases and charges for helping someone? Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, that's a real thing too. Yeah. And imagine, you know, they turn around and square off with you and you're like oh man didn't I sign up for this i gotta throw a punch yeah and you do you land and connect perfectly and that kills the dude you yeah you ko him and on the way down he cracks his head on the cement and that's it manslaughter that's it and all for what some doritos and freaking yeah, totally yeah like that's a very good point is understanding your rules of engagement and that line in the sand. I think a very common one for a lot of people, don't mess with my family. Yeah. Families are red line. You were with your kids. Red line. Yes. Line in the sand. Line in the sand. Yeah. You know, like that's a very 
common thread, which is good because we need to protect our children, our family, our loved ones. And to your significant other, like most people, if they're the dominant role in the relationship, if somebody insults or attacks their significant other and they're the protector mm-hmm. or they're the yeah. guardian, they're the they're the the uh, the alpha in the relationship, like it's go time. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. I, they're going to stand up for for uh, for the relationship. Mm-hmm. But also to knowing that mentally and verbally, like if somebody says these things to me, that's when I draw the line and say something back too. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, a lot of people will chit chat, they'll say things, they'll say things, but like maybe it's like a certain way they do it or they put you down in front of mm-hmm. people that you're like, that's it. Like I have to to counter and argue with mm-hmm. you at that point. And, you know, are you a person that knows that they are going to react quickly or are you a person that knows that they have, you have a long fuse and like, mm-hmm. yeah, water off my back. Yeah, exactly. Like, can you just let things go mm-hmm. or will that eat you up inside and you feel like a coward for not sticking up for yourself? Yeah. And are you a person that can walk away or do you need to say something and confront that mm-hmm. person head on? It's again, it's there's no right answer to it. No. It's just understanding what's best for you. But it's also a good mode of operation to assume that everyone can kick your ass and is better trained than you. Yeah. If you just assume that, that's a good just to be, with the amount of people that are training now and how popular MMA is, jujitsu and like. Just assume everyone's a black belt. Yeah. And then would you, is your, has your rules of engagement been crossed to the point where you're ready to throw down with a black belt and something that you're not? Totally. Is it go time then? Yeah. And also your exit strategy too. One thing that we really talk about in the self-defense with Kevin Goat stuff is like, you know, if you take somebody down, don't go to mount and start <laughs> ground and pounding. And it's like, do your, do your thing and then exit the situation mm-hmm. when the time's appropriate. Head on don't, a swivel. Don't hang around and try to like overdo mm-hmm. things. Get to safety. Yeah. The whole goal is to get home safe. Not has nothing to do with your ego. Mm-hmm. So I think it just takes a check-in inside of us all to to really get clear on what are those rules what are those triggers what are those red lines that if crossed there is an immediate consequence yeah and i always too i wonder what this is like a more serious topic but you know like a hostage situation or where there's somebody coming into a group of people robbing a bank taking over a plane coming into a school like it's you can say so many things Mm -hmm. and try to mentally prepare yourself for those situations but man it's almost impossible to rep that one out and be prepared those types of situations are repped out by military SWAT special services they know how to Mm -hmm. run through and clear those those situations just pure heroism just you you it was a heroic act right place right time right opportunity took the shot took them out knocked he looked the other way and boom saved someone and he didn't even never train in his life like Mm -hmm. there 
it, we often romanticize like, oh yeah, if I was in a bank and da, 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 and you know, I saw my opportunity, I'd take the, like, that's a really nice Hollywood story. I'd grab the gun, take out the slide, <laughs> yeah. undo the thing, throw it yeah. at the other guy. But how many times when shit hits the fan, scatters, uh, or just you freeze. Yeah. A lot of people freeze, you know, and I've been in situations where I would have thought I would have reacted one way and I reacted totally different. Even street fights. You can be super trained and in sparring matches look beautiful. And then you see the scrap and it's just like a whole bunch of garbage techniques because you don't have time. Brute. There's there's no time to say we're going to fight by these rules. Yeah. We're going to fight on the ground. We're yeah. going to fight standing. Yeah. Like you're a boxer. Yeah. Like you have no idea. Well, you're drunk and... And, <laughs> and you're just going to throw things. <laughs> see what happens. Exactly. Yeah. Like, yeah. What if you're doing boxing and all of a sudden the person picks up a chair? Like, yeah, you're like you know the mm -hmm. the possibilities are so infinite that your brain can't calculate mm -hmm. the right techniques in the moment. You just have to act in the moment. Yeah, and make sure that those actions don't lead to lifelong consequences. Mm -hmm. I think it's also really important for everyone to understand their local laws. Yeah, you know, there's some stand your ground laws like yeah somebody comes at you hey pff, unload <laughs> like this there's you have a lot more rights in some jurisdictions than you do others others a robber will fall through the roof and land on a knife and you're sued and you're liable yeah and the other thing too is knowing your terms of engagement with the weapons you carry you know we have a lot if you carry one at all yeah if I know we have a lot of American listeners and we read the comments endlessly. Some people talk about taking out a gun and shooting somebody as if it's the same as eating a bag of Doritos. Right? Like, oh yeah, that's simple. Yeah, I would yeah, just shoot, shoot that guy. Yeah. Like, whoa. If that's how comfortable you are with your Take terms it. of engagement, like that's that's you. But you know, you have to understand too that if you're carrying that and you know that you could never shoot somebody and be okay with it on your conscience, like you need to know what you're you're doing too, right? Mm -hmm. And whether you're carrying a knife or or different yeah. tools, you need to know how and if you're going to use yeah. them in the situation. Because you bring those things out yeah. and it escalates the intensity of totally. what you're in very quickly. Totally. And and like Kevin Goat, who's is always saying never bring something out that you haven't relentlessly trained with. You need to know what you're capable of. And to be honest, walking around with a weapon that you don't know how to use is a liability. And this really goes towards the concept of staying in your lane, that terms of engagement, but you can extrapolate that into staying in your lane, even with like life. You can go outside of your realm of knowledge and start swinging and saying these erroneous things and I can do this and like, oh yeah, and in business, oh yeah, I can handle that. That's, But it's not your core competence. You end up getting yourself into a lot of trouble. Yep. Whereas if you stay in your lane, stick to what you're good at, mm -hmm. you know what to handle and how you handle it. Like this is what we do. Yeah. Booter Brothers, we put out quality products martial arts mm -hmm. lifestyle products that's what we do and great content and great we film incredible martial artists and share that with the world for us to pretend that we can go in and teach <laughs> martial arts yeah. at a very high level 
that's not it's not what we do no that's it's not out that's yeah it's outside of our terms of engagement we do not entertain that our area of expertise mm-hmm. you know we are not martial arts experts yes we've trained a lot we have a lot of fun but that isn't our we're, i can't see a time or a day where you and i switch to teaching no i just it's Hey, I love teaching kids classes. Yeah, just because that's, cause that's yeah. fun. Kids classes is different. so much fun. And you know, you don't really need to be an expert <laughs> to teach somebody who can barely put one foot in the front of the other to improve their yeah. martial arts. And so much of it is development and yes. just helping these young minds. And that's the fun part. That's but, different. But sticking to what you're good at is so important. And understanding... Gary Vaynerchuk says this all the time too. Mm-hmm. It's and like, he says the same things over yeah, and over. He does. Focus on your strengths. Yeah. Focus on what you're good at. Do, yeah. you know, all your haters are focusing on what you suck at enough for you. You don't need to even give it the time. And he's he just keeps his script so simple. Like, you're going to get bored of listening to this, and this is what I'm going to tell you to do over and over until you do it. Someday I hope you stop listening yeah. to me. And I'll say it in a slightly different way every time, but it's the same message. Yeah. Even with this podcast, right? We are really focusing on... The content, but we've found out that we end up saying the same things mm-hmm. over and over again. And we say it over and over again so much that we're writing a book about it. Yes. Joy Jitsu. Joy Jitsu. And we are going to be putting that out to the world and hoping that we make a little slice of our little mark in the history on the in, on the pages. Like, you know, it's a new adventure, new new task and something mm-hmm. outside of our comfort yeah. zone. Yeah, totally. We're going to write a book to help people find joy. Yeah. <laughs> and we've called it Joy Jitsu because it's just like anything, you need to train it to become and live a fulfilled, happy life full of abundance. That is difficult to do. It requires training. It requires practice. It requires fundamentals that if you focus on, it will lead you to a proven path of abundance and success. Love that. Buddha Brothers Challenge. Buddha Brothers Challenge is to figure out what fundamentals and core competencies that you have that bring you success and sticking to them. If you want to apply that to your career, go for it. If you want to apply that to your martial arts, go for that. If you want to apply that to being a secret shopper, go for it. But drawing the fundamentals and your rules of engagement that you can stick to to order to be successful in high-pressure situations and to increase your longevity and success over time. Beautiful. Until next week.